All right, I'm going to call Amazon and see if they can give me some pointers on fly selection. Thank you for contacting Amazon. We're experiencing longer than normal wait times. We're sorry about this. All right, now let's try Drift Outfitters Fly Shop in Toronto. Hey, Chris, it's Mitch from SoFly. Hey, what's going on? Hey, man, I'm just calling to ask about uh, some steelhead flies. Oh, yeah, what do you need to know? Drift Outfitters and Fly Shop at 199 Queen Street East in Toronto is your friendly, supportive, local shop that is far from being just a shop. It's our community fly fishing hub right here in Ontario, a province filled with opportunities to catch all kinds of different fish. And who best to ask about those opportunities, techniques, and appropriate gear choices than the awesome crew down at Drift Outfitters. Drift has been our go-to since they opened. They're packed with gear, flies, rods, clothing, and more to get you out on the water having fun. They're not a store, they're friends. Friends with all the best advice. So if you're just getting into fly fishing or have been doing it for decades, Drift Outfitters should be part of your life. Visit them online at driftoutfitters.com or in-store at 199 Queen Street East in Toronto. Hello and welcome to another rip roaring episode of SoFly. Huh? Uh, there wow. we go. <laughs> I figured as the further we get into the series, the crazier the intros will become. We're at episode one hundred fifty-two, and uh, my name is Mitch. Of course, we've got Aldo. Uh, hi, everybody. We've got Idas. Hello. And we've got uh, Demisha Dennis from Brown Girl Outdoor World. Whoop whoop. And we've got Coach. Jason King from Men on the Move. How's it going? Hootie hoo! <laughs> nice. I like these. <laughs> I like these intros. These are very good. Uh, yes. Hello, everybody out there listening to us. Uh, it's another episode for you. We're going to be talking today about uh, a trip that you all took to Marmac Lodge, Northern Ontario. I wasn't there, but uh, I'm very excited to hear all about it. I've heard some of it. And it sounded like it was a good one. But Aldo, where are you right now recording? Oh, I'm in my hotel room in Salt Lake City because I was at the AFFTA conference, which is the American Fly Fishing Trade Association conference. Wow. And I'm alone because you didn't come with me. I know. And neither did you, Adis, and neither I did wanted you, to we, or I wanted to. I wanted to. I wanted <laughs> to. Whatever. It's my daughter's birthday. It was my daughter's birthday. That's why I didn't come. Work got I'm crazy like, for me, but I was going to go if there was like a hot second where it was like, yeah. I've been fending yeah, off man, questions totally. about where is Toronto for this whole week. <laughs> no, no, they brought me unreliable. Did you see the hurricane What? Did you see the hurricane at Philly down in Florida? Yes, I did. Yeah. Pretty I cool. Mean, you got yeah. a hurricane named Not much more than not much more different than the hurricane in Toronto, Ophelia. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Mm. That's true. Happy birthday, yeah. Ophelia. We're, uh, you know, amazed. She's it's amazed. Up, you got a right good now. birthday. Got her. I got her a little electric drum set. How's that oh, going? What? Oh man, she yeah, she loves that thing, man. It rips. It's so sick. There you go. Now, it's a big music birthday. Mitchie, do you live guitar, upstairs or drum, downstairs? Drum set. I don't know what the thought process was behind this getting a kid a drum when you live in the same place. <laughs> it's electric. It's electric. It's electric. Boogie, boogie, I checked boogie. first to make sure <laughs> that it wouldn't be annoying. <laughs> yes. And I'm upstairs. I make I make a ton of noise running around up here. You know. <laughs> He's just scurrying um, around like a like a squirrel. <laughs> just no, but in rollerblades um, going back and forth. Pretty much, man. Um, no, but it's been good. Like, um, there's been some really mm. cool, uh, met a lot of really cool people and, um, yeah. uh, there's some good, some really great seminars with like Bonefish Tarpon Trust and, um, 
actually brown folks fishing um yeah shout out there's tracy a, there's yeah shout out to tracy and well it wasn't just bff but um but a few people that made up a panel uh about inclusivity and angling so i thought that was neat i saw eland was there too saw eland. eland was there for a hot second it was funny i like we saw each other from across the room and he was like if anybody's watching on youtube he gave me like the biggest wave and it was nice to <laughs> meet him and um eland was actually hosting the um there was the drake magazine video awards oh, nice. so oh, that's why he was, he was there for one night and then had to go back up to colorado Cool. I learned that a lot of people live in Colorado. A lot. It's <laughs> yeah. like Colorado a lot of people we know. Colorado, everyone's there. You know, I showed up last year for a, for a ski thing, and I was like, "Oh, Erica's like literally down the street," and then she got COVID and didn't show up. But yeah. oh, eh? yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah a lot of people happened. we know. Like Elon's in Colorado. Erica's in Colorado. Gene is moving back to Colorado. Kayla just moved to Colorado. Like a lot of people we know. And then I met some friends here, um, like Austin from Community Fly Fishing. Yeah, Austin Campbell, um, now that you say the name, Aldo, yeah. we do follow each other on socials. I was just like, I couldn't I couldn't put two and two together to make 12, so it didn't work out. And now <laughs> I know, it's Austin Campbell. Uh, yeah, you, you know, that's really cool. If there's like, we, Mitch and I were talking before we came on, like there's, just when you think you know, start getting a grasp of this community, it, it it's actually a lot bigger, which is great because it means there's a lot more people to meet. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, enough about that. We are here to talk about our trip to Marmac Lodge, which um, this is a trip, Demisha, that uh, you put together and, and invited uh, me and Adis along, which, you know, thank you so much for that. Um, mm -hmm. Really quick, I guess Marmac Lodge is uh, on, a, on a lake that we're actually familiar with. It's on Esnagi Lake, um, which is also home to Lodge 88, which uh, we went to in 2022. And... Um, you know, you got to drive up, uh, and we'll get into this, but uh, just for little quick notes on the lodge. The the lodge is on Lake Esnagi. Um, it's a fly-in lodge. Uh, you can train into it as well, um, from White River, Ontario. And uh, and uh, yeah, it was a uh, it was great. I, I had a great time. Uh, you know, we can fish. You could fish for walleye. You can fish for a pike. And there's a back lake with brook trout, which we didn't get to this time, but maybe we'll get to go back and 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 uh you know fish for brookies but i think what we'll do today is recap the trip and tell people all about the lodge and all about the fishing and and i think what most important is you know this is both of your t you know first fly-in trip if i'm not mistaken right yeah it that was correct which you know i remember mine and i know he just remembers his and it's such a special thing that we get to do in ontario yeah. and we definitely need to talk about your impressions on that because it was so much fun but if we're going to kick it from the top d how did you meet um debbie from marmac and and how did this whole thing even start yeah so debbie let's I, go debbie and i connected on through socials actually uh just over two years now um we talked about uh i don't you you know diana um from only one phoenix from um who would stand up paddleboard human stand up paddleboarding yeah, yeah she's awesome and uh for some reason there was a connection made there and uh diana then introduced me to debbie and we talked about going to marmac to do a BGOW event and Debbie mentioned, hey, maybe coming up to check it out and seeing what that looks like before you do an event would be a really cool idea. And I was like, hell yeah, tell me to fly in somewhere to fish. I'm definitely <laughs> not saying no. So yeah, let me be the scout for the BGOW scout. And so we just kept on, uh, kept in contact over the couple of years now. And then it finally came to fruition this year that I was able to make that trip up, um, you know, to the furthest, furthest I've been in Ontario, the furthest north I've been in Ontario. And mm -hmm. it's, again, a reminder of how spectacularly beautiful and large this province is. Yeah. 
And then, yeah. you know, Jason, how did you how did you get to come along? What's the connection there? By proxy. <laughs> exactly. People, exactly by proxy. Our listeners probably know who you are, Demisha, you know, unless this is it's their first time listening to us. But Jason, like, who are you and why did you get to come? <laughs> um, I am here by proxy as the partner of this wonderful woman who. No, no, no. We'll start that over. You wow. establish your own identity My own outside identity. of me. Oh, excuse me. Um, <laughs> I got to come because I was asked to come along and I thought it'd be an amazing experience. Um, I've wanted to do one of those for years, actually. Like years and mm-hmm. years and years. Yeah. I wanted to do a fly and fishing trip. <laughs> so the opportunity presented itself and it's like a cam down. Although I am terrified of small planes, as we often Oh, really? Uh, yes. Oh, the scream he screamed. I think the pilot like almost jumped out and left us in the air. <laughs> yeah, the pilot, the pilot was like, is everything <laughs> okay <away>. back there? <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Oh my God. It's mm-hmm. pretty good. It was pretty funny. But yeah. um, that's awesome. Well, you know, D, you're no like stranger to the north. Like, I mean, aside from the trips we do together, I mean, you go yeah. up north pretty, you know, pretty often to like Sudbury and Algoma and Sault Ste. Marie. But, um, you know, maybe let's take it from the top. Like you guys, I went, I made my way to Adis's house. This was a five day trip. Oh, do we? Do Two we, of those days. Do we start there? Tri- do we start at picking up that beautiful Ford map? Yeah, yeah. Like north, because. Oh, no, you, you, you have to start there because I don't know what, it, what, <laughs> yeah. what that's all about. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think a part of the big part of this trip was uh, actually getting to experience the a little bit north of, of Ontario. And I figured, you know, who bought my best house to do this with? Um, and uh, SoFly often comes up in conversation when I talk fly fishing. And. Um, again, going back to conversations around our, our fully, amazingly unlikely friendship and how that created so many opportunities between BGOW and Soulfly to continue to experience fly fishing and build community and help help me to build community outside of that as well. Um, so this trip started, I got, initially, I was worried about my Tucson driving all the way up to, um, up to Algoma. Yeah. Because we had just gotten into, my daughter had just gotten into a car accident like a couple a couple weeks before, like a few weeks before the trip was supposed to take place. She, she's fine, everybody. She's, she's good. She's good, though. She's all right. <laughs> car was in a little bit of shambles and and uh, pretty much rebuilt from uh, should have bought a new car type life. But Really? Did this happen after uh, Ottawa when we did the Ottawa day? It happened, I think, Ottawa. No, yeah, it that. happened before Ottawa because we took a, we, oh, had a yeah, we had a rental out in Ottawa. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, right. so didn't want to take the Tucson, wow. but uh, Ford came through clutch uh, through a collaboration, um, and I got to test out the Ford Maverick and drive that beauty all the way up to um, to White River. That's so sick. Wait, yeah, I love that. What kind of Ford? Maverick? Which like the sorry the Ford Ma- the little bit of a Ford Maverick Tremor. Yes. Yeah, it was a special Tremor edition, which yeah. I don't really know what it means, but I thought it meant it was like dedicated to the movie about the worms. And but the um, Tremors. <laughs> I don't think it was. No. But it's a compact, uh, not to t- turn this into the So Truck so podcast, truck. but it was a sweet truck. Like, it's a compact yeah. pickup truck. Yeah, it's a cool looking yeah. truck. Yeah. And uh, definitely fit all our gear pretty easily. And, uh, it and it even well. fit yeah. J- Jason and Ada's. And picking you guys up in the morning was a breeze because one of my concerns initially was like, if I had the Tucson, how was I going to make it up there for, like, with all the gear and all that stuff? And the truck mm-hmm. could be pretty clutch yeah. having that extra space when I saw you guys mm-hmm. sitting on the street. Yeah. In the morning at four, what was it like? Five? No, four o'clock. Four. Yeah, four. 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 Yeah, it was four. Yeah. So picking you guys up at, at like like at, so many of these trips. Yeah. Yep. If we time keeps on running yeah. together now, um, yeah. Come over to pick you guys up from Idis's place, and uh, 
the journey began like every other great road trip does with some Tim Hortons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Immediately. Very efficient Tim yeah. Hortons. Yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah, you know, we try to, you know, for anybody who ever has to, you know, gets, gets to do a trip like this, I, I'd recommend leaving as early as you can. Cause um, yeah. you know, you're usually going to have to spend the night somewhere before your, your, either your, your bush plane trip or your, your, your train in yeah. to a place like Marmac or Marmac specifically. And uh, it's just nice to like go at your own pace, stop when you want, and then mm-hmm. know that you're checking in, uh, you know, sometime around four or five, because it's a twelve-hour drive. Oh, yeah. yeah. Plus, how can you sleep in when you're so? But excited? we got there with such good That's time, time, though. We got we made it such good oh. time to get there and just like chill. Then we had time to stop. Yeah. Around, through a couple of lines, right. get back in the truck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Fish on the way. That's it. Because that north of. And I know you two did a winter trip up, up, you know, around Sault Ste. Marie, but I'll say it again, like north of Sault Ste. Marie is just amazing. Stunning. The drive is insane. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was one of the allures for me, like in addition to going to places to fish, um, one of the great allures for me of going north is just the absolute beauty of the place. And being able to experience that and have that draw you further into fishing and as a reason to actually fish more, it's, you know, yeah. I, I wouldn't trade like the experiences of dry, waking up early, you know, beating the sunrise, looking at the mist over the like the land as you're driving up to end up in a place that you yeah. have the beautiful view of um, of Lake, is it uh, Lake uh, Superior? Superior. 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 Lake Superior. So it's it's, um, yeah. it's a trip that you I mean even if you're not going up solely for for fishing it's something worth doing and I like yeah I just would encourage anyone to just visit to it see to see it go go visit Algoma go visit Sunset Country. I wouldn't have thought yeah. they had even white like sand beaches and blue water in Ontario. Yeah, there they are. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you guys were sending pictures of that on the on your journey and I was like, what the heck? Like that beach is amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's like turquoise yeah. water. Yeah. yeah. And like so the cool. big dramatic cliffs and and you know oh, what? Big time. The fall colors were already kind of starting, and the, this trip happened in in late August. It was yeah. the last week of August that we went up. Yeah, yeah. I think a, like a big part of like wanting to do this trip at that time of the year also was to. I've heard the stories of the mis- the mosquitoes in Algoma, and I'm like, yeah, there's no way this is June in July, mid July. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, you know what? Let me let's let's let me work this out with Debbie so that we could get there at you know at a time that worked for for both the lodge and for um for BGOW schedule to go up and enjoy some mm-hmm. of that time. Um, yeah. And yeah, like I don't think we were rewarded. We were, we were rewarded with scenery, <laughs> um, getting to White River and seeing Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> the statue. The statue there, of right? Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. And then, you know, getting to hang out and hang out with, again, I think the whole idea of the trip and hanging out with you guys on that journey. So I think this is the longest trip that we've taken together. Um, Aldo and Idis, yeah. Oh, yeah. And just being able to, like, spend time with you guys, get there, set up. Aldo, you already had some, like, the experience of booking with the lodge with White River, with the, um, in White River. So that was a yeah. breeze as well. Um, mm-hmm. And getting there, checking in, getting our rooms sorted, and then going to the happening bar scene at night. <laughs> oh, yeah. Happening bar scene in White River. Oh, it's popping. It's on and popping in White River after 6 o'clock. Where'd y'all go? Down to the I mean, La Legion? No. <laughs> actually, that, that's probably not a bad move. Bottles of 50? Yeah. Well, it was actually Ooh, bottles of blue. Yes. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, come but, on, crew. Yeah, no, I mean, 
White River Motels, like there's 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 the Continental or there's the White River Motel. You've got two options. And uh and you know, White River Motel's right beside the White River Bar and Grill. So Continental. Which you know what? It slaps. The food's the food's pretty, pretty fucking it good. Like nice. I mean, you know, for yeah. it's like it, you know, it's pub food, but it's 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 yeah, yeah. it was good. Like I slant like I I'd get KCD and mozzarella sticks. It was awesome. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's that's so good. good. But, After uh, sitting in a car for twelve hours, it's kind of yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, it's it was colder. It was colder that week than it is now. Like, and we're almost in October. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you yeah. remember, but like, you know, it was pretty misty. Right, we had that cold. Yeah. It was pretty misty front. and rainy, and and uh, I know we were up north, but still, like, it was pretty cold. Yeah. For, you know, August. Yeah. yeah, I could see my breath. Hmm. It was cold. Yeah, it was oh, cold. Wow. Jeez, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was fun. You know, we but had no, that drive. No bugs. No bugs. bugs. Yeah. No bugs. That's, That's right. true. It's a good trade off. Yeah. And it was fun. And it was a good point, D. Like, a road trip was so fun. Like, Jason, we never spent that much time together. So it was mm. nice to, you know, hang out and, you know, How'd you crack shit each in the car with Aldo, yeah. Titus, and myself? I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. Aldo's energy takes up his his big energy and then Itis's big feet. I mean, yeah. it was all that. There's a lot of me. <laughs> that manly energy there. And, you know, that's us. Just just man. I should be asking how I survived that ride. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. But it was a good it was a good write up, and I think like yeah, just that experience of getting there. You know, you guys were like again the experts in this area, so it was I was relying heavily on like what you've done previously to help us to help guide our um, way into that, Um, including finding that breakfast over at. what is it? A and W. This little, this, it's this little yeah. like dinery scene. Greasy little know. spoon. Yeah, yeah. It's no big deal. It's it's pretty. You know, no one's heard of it. But so, it's the crucial, crucial road uh, yeah. breakfast A and Dubs. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. we so we wake up. So that was the road trip up. It was you know beautiful. It was awesome. We stopped yeah. like we you know like we did on our way to Lodge eighty eight. Like we had and Demisha said you know there's so many tributaries dumping into Lake Superior and each one looks like it holds more trout than the next and. Um, so that was fine, and then the you know we woke up the next morning to to rain and fog and uh, cool. and so we 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 weren't flying out a right away like mm. a lot of fog. Right, yeah, not, not cool actually, not cool at all. Right, like can't fly fog. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, so that's yeah. What, problematic. But that's why we yeah. got to have uh, breakfast at A and W. But yeah, we made our way to like as mentioned, Marmac can be accessed in one of two ways, and one way is to train in, like we did with the Lodge eighty eight, and the other way is to fly in with White, White River Air. Air. And uh, okay, so you can train into Marmac. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what the? Yeah. So what they do is where you get dropped off in the train is they pick you up in boats and then they boat you. Yeah. They boat you to the lodge. Same thing with Lodge eighty eight. It's just a lodge. Is Marmac just like far a little further than eighty eight? So you stop at eighty eight yeah. on the train and then you stop at Marmac. No, 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 no. You no, get no. the no. You, it's the same train stop. Then you get off yeah. the same oh, place. Oh right. And, and then there's, boat a, there's a boat dock and then some. Yeah. You know, the, some boats go to Lodge 88, and the other boats yeah. go to Marmac. And there's actually another lodge on the lake. It's but that that has nothing to do with those two operations. Mm-hmm. So, so there's uh, only three lodges on the whole lake, though. Um, yeah. Yes. I think there's like uh, a, cool. is that the outpost camp or? Well, is there's that the same out, thing. Marmac has outpost camps, but there's like another like that's there's right, another right, full right. operation. So there's three lodges. But it's a huge lake, right? Like Asnagi Lake it's, is oh, big, yeah. right? It's massive. Big. Oh, how long? Massive. Yeah. Twenty-seven. But it's a very long. What? Twenty-seven kilometers. Wow, from tip, okay. from tip to tail. Yeah, from tip to tail, and there's lots of islands and bays and stuff oh, yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. 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 Feel, it doesn't. It's, exi- it's funny because it doesn't feel big because mm-hmm. it's like right. very narrow. 
but it's right. it's yeah. it's it's long yeah yeah mm. i mean yeah. i think the longest that we like I'll, I'll get into that afterwards but like i think yeah. just getting to getting to white river air was like another part of that experience for me because um again yeah you know going over there and seeing that and like going through a pickup truck alley to get to the actual like, <laughs> to get to the actual lodge i was like damn i'm in fishing country now um yeah <laughs> right. just trucks it trucks just trucks, trucks parked so that they're all at different lodges yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. If I could say one thing, mm-hmm. White River Air yep. is uh, the planes are you know really well capped and 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 mm-hmm. you know the, yeah. the, they have like basically new paint jobs every year it seems. Um, and then yeah. you know the team at White River yeah. they have like a little, um, I don't know. It's the air base is great. They have like a little waiting area yeah. with like coffee, a pool table, and like a little airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like a mi- Honestly, it's, 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 be- it's better than most airports. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. Yes. Wow. Like, okay. That the lounge is better than the most. North. The Porter of the North. And then there's a awesome. dogs, too. I like the dogs. Oh, sick. Yeah, highlight. There's dogs. <laughs> yes. Dog, airport, air, like, um, not airport, but, like, small little, like, air service yeah. dogs. Always a key. Yeah, really. Like, yeah, really big time. I think they... So... Go ahead. So, no. Jason, we roll in. You, What's going through your head when you look at the planes for the first time? Uh, turbulence. I don't like turbulence. <laughs> I'm afraid of turbulence. <laughs> I might scream. Fair yes. enough. I mean, it is my scary. Age. I get you. That's it. And on a small plane, you know? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so that was my thought when I saw the planes. So, like, they look nice and it looks beautiful out there, but those planes look like they're going to bump. Yeah. yeah. They're beautiful, though. They're so, absolutely beautiful were, planes. Were you excited at all at all at the the prospect of being thousands of feet in the air in one of these small little canes? Uh, thousands? No. I was excited <laughs> about getting to the destination, not the actual plane part. <laughs> Right, yeah. you didn't, you didn't, you didn't really want to do the plane thing, but you were like the after get getting to the place. Well, it's like uh, like an oxymoron because I've always wanted to do the flying fishing trip, but the flying part <laughs> yeah. is difficult. <laughs> right, it's like the thing you got to do. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I mean, you know, it's a pretty adventurous thing, like getting in one of these small things, and you see the the the, the plane cockpit and all the dials, and your like mm-hmm. luggage is behind a mesh wall, and it's like you know, it feels very like rudimentary very rugged yes. i mean these planes haven't changed since the, the 50s you know there's still the de havilands yeah. the otters the be- we got to go in a turbo otter this thing is big yeah actually it's the same oh, one yeah. like like nikina air um mitch right into esnagami right. lodge um yeah. but uh yeah you know we weigh the stuff you know uh the weight mm-hmm. alarm is 100 pounds per person of gear which that is was a you know lot. that's a, like we, we yeah. didn't even yeah. I don't think we got to 100 pounds no yeah i think there's a group no, of that, us that came up like the group that came after we when we were coming out that would have like 200 pounds of just beer beer <laughs> yeah. yeah that's why i guess that's why they that's do why it. they do that yeah for yeah, sure yeah. um one quick thing about white river that i learned this time is not only do they service the lodges of the nesnagi but they own a bunch of really nice looking outposts camps which i think we should probably yeah. do they own them yeah, yeah they don't yep yeah so like you know if you know, if people remember or if we're remembering, you know, our Hearst camp, which was yeah. pretty basic, you know, um, you know, it was oh, yeah. pretty much, th- these lodges are not that. Mm-mm. These are like beautiful cabins right. that sleep like yeah. 10 people with like, you know, look, you know, big bay windows and like, yeah. It, like the outpost cabins they yeah. own. Yeah. 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 Oh, they're yeah. like beautiful they're houses. Beautiful. They're, they're like idyll- idyllic cottages. That's- like they're, they're but in nice. like really remote places. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I like yeah. that word. Oh yeah. my god. That's where that's where uh, one of the uh, one of the uh, the um, the host was saying that they they do a girls trip there every year, like twelve of them. 
Yeah, yeah. To one of the cool. camps for Christmas, like around just no, not Christmas, around the holidays. What? No, in the summer they do a trip there, and cause yeah. that would right. be hard at Christmas with you know. Yeah, the, the awesome. in the north. imagine the ice um, fishing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they do a, They do a trip there every year, like a girls' trip. So I'm like, there, there's another idea that it's not just you know visiting these spaces just for fishing. Yeah, that means yeah. that there's yeah. an appeal to it otherwise. Well, cause being in the remote nature is like, I don't know. That's all. That's the thing for Northern Ontario for me has always been that yeah. the thing I like. Knowing that you have like a yeah. lake to yourself with boats and a beautiful cabin to go back to. Yeah. And yeah. Like, yes. it's just like, oh, I'm, I know I'm not going to see anybody. And if I yeah. do, yeah, it's time. a horror movie. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but what was I going to say? So, yeah, we, you know, we board the plane. We, mm. yep. we take, you know, right. We like take off. D's got the. You know, D's live streaming oh on Instagram. D's live streaming on Instagram. Jason's like, you know, taking photos. We're all, you know, Adis is taking photos. I'm rolling camera. Yeah. We're like, yeah, you know, GoPro's going. And we take off. And um, we're like, yes, we're on our way. And we're like, woo. We're here already. <laughs> yeah. Well, that right. was my It's a pretty short yeah. flight. Jason's like, we're here already. <laughs> the plane did like this hard bank left. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, this is kind of an interesting landing. And then I don't remember any tight turns on this route. I was like, oh, this is where we're going. And then I look and I was like, oh, this looks familiar. And in my head, it didn't even like register until I started yeah. seeing the seeing the White River air in the distance that we were turning around. So it's just like oh, I see. there's low fog. It was too dangerous to fly. And so they yeah, returned yeah. us to um returned us to the uh attempt number one yeah, at yeah. getting to, to Marmac Lodge. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I didn't know that you guys had to turn around because of the fog. That's wow. I, saw, I mean, you definitely no, did, but cool. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were texting about it all cool. day long. <laughs> yeah. I saw the dog. I remember from, Demetri um, being on the dock. I was like, oh, the docks came too on a different plane. On a different plane. They flew him in. Flying <laughs> so good. So how... service, a new service provided by White River Air. <laughs> how long did you have to wait then before hours? Second. Oh, really? Like, like seven hours. Yeah. <laughs> no, seven hours. No, we waited three. Three. We waited like three to three, three or four hours because we went back into town and remember we uh, okay. went. Well, yeah, we saw you the know post what? office okay. in the home library. It just yeah. might not be wrong. Like we we got up at seven. Like our flight was like we got up at six. Our flight was supposed to be at seven fifteen. Yeah, we didn't leave till two thirty p.m. You're right. Oh, oh wow. You're, you're right. <laughs> That's true. I had a nap. You had many yeah. naps. You, didn't have <laughs> you had many naps. You had many naps. And then they went fifth. I had me- and I had many coffees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I mean, yeah. I, so kudos to White River Air for taking safety top of mind and not trying to yeah, yeah big time. schedule. And I, I appreciate that part of it. I'd rather be safe than sorry, like they say. And getting to, totally. I mean, we were going to get to Marmac at some point. It's just when. And I was okay with getting yeah. there safely. Yeah. 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 Well, Definitely. I think that's a big thing that's like, you know, these these planes are small you're not you, you got to see where you're going you know what i mean right. like yeah they have a compass and stuff they know where it is but it's like you can't see like you're not you're flying a couple of hundred feet in the air yeah this is not if you, not, if you not can't see through the fog and, like what are you doing this is not a fuck around and find out episode you, you just don't don't no fall. no big time yeah yeah you got to yeah. see where you're landing yeah yeah exactly big, I and i mean that. being able to see marmac lodge i think i would have been upset if I got there in fog and not be able to see the approach that we had to getting to Marmac. Like to be able to see the lake, 
see the, mm-hmm. like the last oh, yeah. the fog had cleared and that and experience yeah. i think that was a, like just as beautiful a part of the experience as anything else is being able to see that plane land on water and to feel it true for me yeah. Oh, yeah. for me too i got i got video of it and then i mean i was terrified and i still got video of it so it was yeah. beautiful <laughs> <laughs> yeah disconnect we did eventually take off around 2 30 and and yeah. you know it was uh you know it's a quick flight it's about 15 minutes mm. um I mean, like the part of the like the plane experience is getting to see things. Yeah. So it's good that the fog totally. cleared, yeah. like you said, Demisha, just for that. I mean, you know, it was like, good. Yeah, too, you could see everything. The fog cleared, and we were able to see the uh, a lot of the wildfire damage from from last year on the oh, forest yeah. there as well. So that was like perspective um, that I wouldn't have yeah. otherwise, right. and which I appreciated. Yeah. I've never yeah, seen that cool. myself. So you see it on television, but you have a different appreciation yeah. when you're looking at it from above. <clears throat> totally mm-hmm. in person yeah it's like whoa yeah yeah it really hits home mm-hmm. yeah no that's cool so you guys got into marmac landed safely there was no turbulence on the plane <laughs> i don't remember nah. yeah there was not <laughs> smooth as butter baby yeah. <laughs> honestly those that's little good. planes that's are good. amazing they're so they're so such a great flight oh, all right see you jason all right <laughs> uh, yeah there's uh you know the uh they have this thing where, like, it's the same thing as like when I get on a like a tinny with a tiller that has like a yeah. two stroke. It's just something about yeah. the smell of the of the gas that yes. they use that I'm just yes. like mm, adventure. Fuel. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Which is always kind of cool. But I'm totally with you. But you know, it's a quick flight, and you fly in, and and you know, I have to say, you know, between you know, Esnagami Lodge and Lodge eighty eight and Marmac, like what something they share is. <clears throat> really great hospitality and like they've really you know thought they even thought you know the welcoming process through you know yeah yeah so the plane the plane rolls up and there's a you know there's a whole crew of people obviously yeah. debbie was it you know debbie who runs the lodge and owns the lodge she was there with her team and welcoming yeah. us and but they welcome every guest it's not just us with the cameras you know and yeah. uh and i just think that's so cool that's yeah. such a nice way to to show i don't know what you guys felt d and j but uh I just like I like that touch. I liked it. Yeah. I mean, it's nice to feel welcome to a place instead of just showing up and having somebody to treat you like a number. So that felt great. Oh, I yeah. really appreciated that. Yeah. But let's go back to the plane for a second. <laughs> okay. So you know, there was the turbulence. I was a little concerned, et cetera, et cetera, which was fine. So then I got yeah. off the plane, left my glasses on the plane. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, yeah. for two days. Right. Oh, I forgot about that. I forgot that you were <laughs> blind for two days. For two days. <laughs> yeah. Man, it's so beautiful here. What do you think, Jason? <laughs> yeah, look at that horse. I just put photos in the room and looked at the photos as I zoomed in. Like, this it's looks so really nice. <laughs> yeah, that looks great. Wow, that's what it looked like. <laughs> that's amazing. Okay, well, that's too bad, but. Oh my god! But, I totally uh, forgot about that. That's yeah. <laughs> Because the plane couldn't come back in because of uh, the fog as well. Yeah. It was heavy. Um, That's so funny. I, uh, <clears throat> so I get to Marmac. Everyone's there to greet mm-hmm. us on the dock. You get there and you see yeah. the beautiful boats. I was so, so. Yeah, the Cedar Strip. The, the, the Cedar, Cedar Strip, yeah. Oh, man. That could have been that could have been the trip for me. Just take me out there, put me on a Cedar Strip and send me out. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah, those are sick. <clears throat> yeah, they're really nice. Yeah. How do they have them configured compared to Esnagami? Like, do they have a casting platform and stuff, or is it a bit different? Adis? Adis is signaling that this is similar. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. So I think the some of them do have a casting platform. It's just, it's like the company that makes them, I don't remember what they're called, although probably remembers this. They're I don't remember. Of they're in Powassan. 
which is yeah, so just south Powassan, of I think just south of uh, North Bay. Um, yeah, but anyway, they call it like Powassan boats or something, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Anyway, so <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of them that come with like factory-made casting platforms, which is awesome. And like little benches up the sides. I didn't know that like the variations in them. Because Snagami, like their little hack is the little, you know, AstroTurf covered clap casting platform, which is great. But this was nice to see like some of them had it, some of them didn't, which was cool. It's nice. What's the name Geisler. of the company, Mitch? Geisler? Geisler? Geisler Boats? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, sure. Let's go with that. Yeah. Um, All right, cool. They're, they are beautiful. Eh? Demisha, they're like they're stunning. so fun to fish from. <clears throat> yeah. They're and so stable. The stable. They're just such a vibe. It's a... It, it makes you yeah, feel like you're very fishy. Like, yeah, yes. and you're north. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. They feel it's like different from fishing from just like a Lund or something that looks very, yeah. or like a steel boat. It's yeah. like the wood. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, like, it, it, totally it causes you to hone your, your, your fishing talents even further, even if you oh. have them. Yeah. <laughs> totally. You have to impress the boat. Yeah, the boat. Yeah, you're yeah. not fishing for you. You're fishing yeah. for the boat. <laughs> the boat knows. Yeah. The boat knows. Yeah. I'm so gonna get one of these boats. Although, I, I, I wanted to ask you because I know you've you've had experiences with other lodges and you know yeah. visually what they look like. I don't have that experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was amazed when I pulled up and I saw what the lodge looked like and that big open oh. face of the lodge itself. Like, yeah, what was yeah. her, oh my god! What did it feel like for you? <laughs> oh my god! Like, yeah. Okay, so Marmac is. Uh, the the grounds are several different. So you you have the main lodge, and the main lodge has the dining room and and a lounge, and and you know this, <laughs> and, and it has like I mean this one has a pool table and a bar and like a, a giant TV, with like you know yeah. satellite TV, and then there are uh, then you know on the grounds itself at Marmac there's several other cabins. Some sleep uh, like Idis I and I. We were put in a <clears throat> massive cabin that could could have <laughs> that had ten. It had three. It had three. Three two. It had three bedrooms and two bathrooms. <laughs> yeah. So like wow. the two bathroom thing was great. The two. I will, ba- say. I will say the That's two bathroom amazing. thing was was really nice. <laughs> That's a luxury. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they, you know, and then I think you know oh, D and J. They had you yeah. had like the honeymoon suite essentially, mm-hmm. which was like um you know uh it was a one bedroom with a uh, with a king size and a kitchen. All of them have kitchens. But yeah. of course, you can oh. also get like um, the American plan, which is you know yeah. they'll cook for you. Um, and uh, no, I just thought the grounds was like it was unreal. Like mm-hmm. I thought the same at Lodge eighty eight, and you know at Esnagami too. But <clears throat> Esnagami being fly-in only, I think you know it's a slightly more rustic because of the they have to fly in all of their materials. You know. Yeah. Whereas I think what Lodge eighty eight um, and Marmac benefit from is they can they can train mm-hmm. in. Yeah. much yeah. bigger materials like those giant yeah. bay windows yeah you know in yep. the in right. the in, so like i think if i you know i if i was going <laughs> to compare it to like a place like esnagami the only reason that esnagami which is also amazing but the uh, the slight advantage i guess to marmac and lodge 88 is that they can bring in these amazing materials yes. and like it, it was so clean the grounds are yeah. so well kept. Yeah. Yes. The boats are really well kept and it's just like it's just it just looks beautiful. And they have a freaking yeah. garden yeah. on site. A farm to yes. table. Oh man. Table yeah. yeah. With blueberries. No way. <clears throat> yeah, wow. Yeah. Really? Eh? Um I think like I think it's a, for for me for a first experience, I think that's like it's created like a, a very a bad level of anticipation or expectation from everyone else <laughs> for high bar. that Marmac did. That um, is true. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Fresh. We got there for dinner the first night. Like, 
We had a salad made with some blueberries that were handpicked from like the property. So it was like wild blueberries in our salads. Yeah, and the and the salad was you know like all the you know the lettuce and what was was grown on site too. So it was like super fresh and the you know um, I think we had steak with you know asparagus and stuff. The asparagus was grown on site. You know like doing as much fresh on site as they can, which I think is fucking amazing. You know, it's obviously not easy to grow stuff in that soil, so it's kind of cool that they they try. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they had the, yeah. the garden was beautiful because they had like lettuce, they had beans, they had like tomatoes, mm-hmm. like cucumbers. Everything was growing there fresh, which yeah. again heightened that experience. <clears throat> For sure, it's pretty cool. Big like time. you're going and you're like you're like eating the land, drinking it, yeah. living in it. Like you really experience Northern Ontario at a place like yeah. this. Yeah, big time, big time. That's cool. Yeah. Today's show is brought to you in part by Chums. You know, Chums, the company that makes those can't-live-without-em straps that keep your sunglasses on your melon. Believe it or not, Chums has been around for 40 years, making top-notch outdoor accessories for all the guides, river rats, and weekend warriors out there. Chums got their start in southern Utah back in 1983, when a guide on the Colorado River invented their now-famous original cotton eyewear retainer. Chums still makes many of its products in Utah, and everything they produce designed to help you hang on to the gear you value most. Head to chums.com to explore a wide range of products, including wallets, roll-top dry bags, waste packs, dry sacks for your phone, and of course, glasses, retainers, and all kinds of wicked styles. Every time we hit the water, Chums is right there with us in the form of amazing gear, which means we never have to worry about our sunglasses or phones sinking to the murky depths of the waters we love to fish. Head to chums.com to check out their full lineup of outdoor accessories. That's chums.com. Okay, so the accommodations are, are mint. The flight <clears throat> was great. Yep. The lake's looking beautiful. Uh-huh. Food is good. Oh, yeah. So where do we go from there? Oh, well, I'm curious. I'm curious. The only one fishing. place we can go now, and that's just fishing. Out onto the yep. lake. Frantically rig a whole <clears throat> bunch of rods. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. so, you got to remember, we've now it's like about 3, 3, 3.30. Right. Yeah. Um, We're so, burning daylight. You know, we've we've only got now the rest of that day and two more days to to fish, um, yeah. so we got to get to work. You know. Yeah. So yeah. then we, you know, we brought all the stop, drop, and run. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then we frantically set up all the pike rods. We brought, you know, of course, a bunch of the awesome Reddington predators, and uh, you know, got to and, and started rigging all those up. And, um, you know, if I was gonna recommend like a gear loadout for anybody, if you're lucky enough to bring. Several rods. Just make sure that uh, you can have different like sink rates. You know, have some floating lines, have some intermediate lines, and some sinking lines because mm-hmm. um, you know it's a lot different fishing in August than it is <clears throat> in the spring. We were there in this on Lake Esnogi in the spring when all the pike are shallow. You know, they're right. post spawn. They're still on the sand beds. They're they're at um, you know river mouths and creek mouths, like probably chasing and harassing you know suckers that are also trying to spawn and. And, uh, but this time of year, like the weeds have all grown and they're on, they're on, uh, they're on weed beds they're on big cabbage beds. So it's a really different way to fish. And sometimes those cabbage beds are in five feet of water and sometimes they're in 15. So being able to target those depths is cool. So anyway, all that to say, we had a lot of rods to rig up because each boat yeah. needed like about four or five rods yeah. to, you know, yeah. kind of be successful. Yep. And, yeah, yeah. And then we raced onto the water and, uh, we were joined by our, our guide. Alex. Alex. Oh, thank you, Adis. Oh. Shout out to Alex. <laughs> Shout out to Alex. <laughs> What's Alex sitch? Does Alex fly fish, gear fish, kind of everything? Oh. Or? 
Okay, he right. does. Yeah. yeah, he does both. Yeah, he's, he... a, he's a he's a dude from the Sioux. Okay, he's a dude from the Sioux. From the Sioux Young. Sioux. Sioux. He used to work in, used to work in marketing. <clears throat> oh yeah, Alex in marketing. Really? Yeah, like Alex in marketing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alex in marketing from from, from yeah. He, I can't remember what kind of like some outdoor company in Saint Marie. And, yeah, and he was like, yeah, I want to be a fishing guide. Yeah, he was, like we chatted with him a bit. He was a super nice guy. He said it was his his first season at Marmac. He's having a great time. You know, yeah, he worked in marketing, and it's like as you know, it can be a bit of a grind. Mm. And uh, he just wanted a change, and this kind of came across mm. his plate, and he jumped on it. Mm. Cool. And it's like you know, he's a young guy. He said he loves it. He's having a great time. Yeah, yeah super knowledgeable. Boating people around. Yeah, super kind. Yeah, super big time. Yeah. yeah. And he was just like, yeah, so obviously. chill too, like no Very fuss, chill. fuss yeah. and just super chill. Um, which made again for someone like who's like going in into unknown territory that really helped yeah. me myself feel comfortable because I was on his boat most of the time. Mm. So I felt really comfortable yeah. being yeah. there with him and just like being able to have that experience of having a knowledgeable guide for one and a guide. Yeah, yeah big time. <laughs> I mean, I think that's a really good point is like all these places, um, you know, they have a really good guys. The guys are really knowledgeable. And I think it speaks a lot to like the, the role of the guide where it's like, they kind of match your energy. It's like, you know, you want right. to have a mellow day on the boat, like doing whatever. And it's like, that's great. You know, they don't, they don't need to be screaming at you and doing stuff and be like, you got to get the fish. And they, yeah. they're like, also it's like, yeah, we could boat around, you know, you. last time we were up. Who hurt you? So many, so many people. Uh, you guys haven't met Prince yet, okay? Like, you, you, right. none of you have had guide PTSD, all right? Yeah. We've had nothing but nice guides. Yeah. Yes. One, it's like they, they, and they know what's going on in the lake, right? Like, you can you can guess where the fish would be, but they're like, no, no, they're like half the spots we stopped. He's like, okay, well, there's a little drop off here. And you're just like, to us, you're like, I'm just in the water. I have no idea what's going on underneath here. He's like, no, there's a drop off right here. He put his little buoy marker down and you fish around there and you catch fish. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. You're, Listen to your guides. You were just Listen playing. to your guides. That's it. <clears throat> yeah. I think I was the only yeah. one who found all the fish in the water the first night. Like he was just, <laughs> oh, yeah? just banging I just them was out. slaying? Oh, hell hey, yeah. yeah. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> walleye, pike, smallies. Is that what we're talking about? No smallies. No smallies. Walleye. So walleye and pike. Smallies up there would be a problem. Right, yeah. right, because yeah. they'd eat all the... Yeah, they'd be, you know, they're already walleye. pretty invasive when you get far up north, so, yeah. 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 No smallies. No smallies. We country. love smallies where they're supposed to be, but where they're not, you know, they could I mean, be a problem. They're pretty sweet up in Elk Lake. Oh, yeah, but oh. I mean... But that's, <laughs> that's why a, there's not brookies there oh. anymore. Don't, don't get Jason started on that one. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Elk Lake. That's a, that's a different that's show. That's a different show. It's a different show. But yeah, I mean, we didn't have, you know, we didn't have a lot of time to fish because we wanted, there was, yeah. it was before dinner, you know, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. and like we said, that cold front was still in and sitting. So, um, oh, big time, yeah. we, 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 know we, we stayed kind of close to the lodge, you know, mm. um, I think we, you know, tried to get a few fish and, and I, I, I don't even remember if we did. Yeah, I just did. Yeah. The first evening. Yeah. yeah. I just did the first evening. I caught a tiny little walleye. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, hello. Right. Welcome to the oh, welcome to the lake, Walleye. Welcome. Yeah. yeah, I was driving then. Yeah, it's like, you got to ease in, you know, a little bit. You got to catch the little doinkers first. Yeah. You get your get your fishing feet under you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, Idis, you'd been tying up a storm. Was there something you were particularly excited to use or, or did you design for the trip? Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, uh, yeah, we were, as anyone who's listened to the previous Lodge shows, we were big on the Game Changer train. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they're not, not a hard tie. They're just, like, a little time-consuming. 
but we went uh i brought a bunch of yard sales and thanks to matt martin for getting me on that one because they're super quick to tie mm. and they're much easier to cast on the 10 weight and it's like you know casting a five inch game changer gets wears out your arm but the yard yeah. sale is much uh it's very lightweight fly What's cast it on eight weight no problem it's just yeah it's a, just a bait fish pattern you know right just a big old strip. Big easy, bait fish pattern. yeah big it's a big bait fish it wiggles when you strip it you know right on. there's a bunch of variations of it you know, it does that good it does that good thing where it's it, well does that good thing that when you strip it it, it like jerks it stops and then uh, yeah, yeah. i think you, kind of like a game changer you put <laughs> be honest with you. and with then less segments. Uh, no seg no segments and then i think what uh you know you had tied some foam in so it suspends which is really cool yeah 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 and that was like that was a tip from matt was like you know you're fishing it on like a sink three you get the little foam yeah exactly you get some yeah. foam in the back there between between the um you know whatever you're using to build the body and it kind of like just suspends nicely in a couple of feet of water which is great for the weed beds Cause it's like, if it's, if you know, if you have the sinking line, it keeps sinking, you're going to get snagged. Mm. If it's floating, it doesn't go down fast enough. So it's like when you get it suspending with the sinking line and you get it kind of floating in that like three, four feet of water, you can kind of like jerk and then really wait in that pause. And it's like, as right. you guys saw, it's like that pause for pike fishing really is super important. You the aggressive strip darts and then just sit there for like <clears throat> a couple seconds. And a lot of times that's when it seems to pick up fish. Yeah. 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 Science I mean, for one, watching you cast in and of itself was something beautiful to see with your extended oh, arm length. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. the deliver just delivering those uh delivering those flies. Um yeah, like it's just bang on. I, I when I grow up well, it's just from Aldo I yelling at me. When I grow up I wanna be like you. <laughs> it was actually pretty well I'll just get Aldo to yell at you more. Oh yeah. Well yeah. you know the funny thing is so the All when right. I uh, <laughs> the evening it's not really that funny, but the when the uh, when Aldo was I was listening to Jason him talking to Jason about his casting, and then I was just like, or he was like instructing me from his boat on what to do. Yeah, yeah. It did make a lot of difference in just um, you know putting those into action, um, especially yeah. delivering heavier flies to to try to attract bigger fish. It really did yep. work. Aldo, I see your head growing, but it's okay. <clears throat> no, I was just trying yeah, to think I mean, like. Oh, sorry. You're going, Adis. No, I think I think that's like you're touching a really good point here that we mentioned before. It's like, you know, uh, if you're fishing small streams for trout and stuff, it's very <laughs> it's very very different than fishing from a boat where you you really need to be delivering like 40, 50, 60 foot casts to get into where the fish are. Because if you get too close to the boat, you're going to spook <laughs> them, and like you know, you're casting eight, nine, ten weights for you know what eight ten hours in a day mm. so it's got it really kind of um highlights inefficiencies in your cast when yeah. you kind of like you're like you're using your arm too much you know you really use that rod and kind of yeah, yeah. and the water stick. your cast use the water yeah. stick yeah one launch no false casts yeah it takes. <laughs> well yeah. honestly like if you, if you can if you can like yeah that you yeah. know use use you know water load your you know your rod um yeah but I think you make, you know, like the more I watch people cast and the more, I'm, and I'm not a casting instructor by any means, but like, I think, you know, it's like all the developments in fly line tech and now yeah. that we have all these like specific like pike and bass and, and stuff with, yeah. I think is really a great teaching tool, especially for some, you know, novice like Jason, when we were trying to, you know, dissect your cast, yeah. you know, it's great that fly lines are colored now so that you can, because I think it's so important that I think. You know, you go to, or I've seen, you know, a lot of casting instructors and they're talking about casting and, 
but they never really talk about gear and and like or the you know I think something that Jordan does really well is uh, and Matt too is like they break down what a what fly line is like like yeah. what what is it like what what is fly line it's not all the same diameter it's not all the same weight yeah. you know like you sh- you mm-hmm. need to understand and especially now that these lines are color coded like what is the head of the fly line and yeah. what is it actually doing well it's actually doing the majority of the work you know and like and then your back taper what does that mean and what does your running line mean so it's yeah. understanding like how long these sections are in your fly line and how they affect the performance of your rod and where you should be you know how you can stay efficient, especially like Adis was saying, you need to stay efficient when you're casting a 10 weight with a fucking eight inch lure, like lure. Yeah. Like by 6 PM, you're going to be exhausted. So if you, you know, you have yeah. to like, you do that, try to do that as efficiently yeah. as possible. Yeah. yeah um, big time. Big time. Really understanding your, your gear is so it, it, it's everything. It's not just like, okay, here you do cast no. double haul 10 and two or whatever, how, whatever yeah, no. you want to learn. Like, if you don't know what your fly line is doing to your cast, yeah. I think that's almost worse because like you could, and I, myself included, like even up until I actually met Prince, like I was, I wasn't double hauling correctly at all. Great. I thought I was. Understanding how they connect, like how the pieces connect to make that, that one action go <clears throat> smoothly is like, mm-hmm. that was a big yeah. piece for me. Cause I was just like, I was always like, yeah, I, I fly fish, blah, 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 blah. And, but then just like the simple breakdown of this, like here's this one thing you need to include that I I've, I yeah. can visually see the difference in, and feel the difference in in the cast on my arm. And I yeah. think too, I think that's, start- that's oh, sorry, just- sorry, chef, go ahead. Sorry, it's no, okay. Ahead. No, it's okay. No, you go ahead. Okay, I think so. It's, when you said you could feel it in your cast, I think that's a really big thing. Is like when you feel the cast that worked, and you're like, oh, that worked. Like so I did something there, and it like it was perfect. And I got to just do that again and it's kind of like i guess it's being really self-aware when you're casting of little like little changes that you're making you're like, you're like you wait a bit longer in your cast your back cast or you like make your back cast a bit shorter you put your hand differently do different things hold hold your rod in a different spot like all these little things make a difference and it's like when we're saying like with this sort of fishing big rods and big flies it's like efficiency is really key you start to feel it in your shoulder you feel it in your arm like when something's working you're like okay what am i doing that's working do that <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Hey, Yeah. <laughs> oh, I almost wanted to say preach, preacher. Go ahead. Um. Yeah. <laughs> but the first time, you know, like well, that was just a dipping of the toe. It was, it was great. We, um, yeah. you know, we, like you said, we, you know, eight has caught a few. You know, I think you caught a pike and a walleye. Um, mm-hmm. a D and eight is in a boat, and Jason and I were in a boat. Um, and then we went back for an amazing dinner, and uh, you know, then we crashed and woke up uh, the next day, and it was still. So misty. Pretty rainy, right? It was yeah. it was misty. Rainy, misty, cold. It was misty. It yeah. was cold. It was cold. It was cold. It was really cold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I did not I, I mean it, I think I under I underprepared for that temperature up there in White River. Yeah. It's freezing, right? <laughs> certainly certainly was, forget, was, forgetting your rain jacket hey, wasn't hey, a good hey, thing. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. Did you forget yours as well? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Okay, a key piece of information is pack your rain jacket before anything else on a trip into Northern Ontario. Or just wear okay. it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. it. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it was. Uh, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Eric Lundo was just like, you never leave dock without your rain jacket. Even if it's sunny, you always bring your rain yeah. jacket. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Yeah, Very that true. is sage advice. It's like, remember that time Yilma, yeah. we went on a winter camping trip and Yilma forgot his winter jacket? Remember that? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I think that one takes the cake. Classic. <laughs> he went without, a, he went winter camping without his winter Ooh. jacket. 
He was just like wearing yeah. a hoodie, and he's right. like, he gets the tomogamy. He's like, I forgot my winter jacket. We're like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's under the woods. Die. Yeah, it's not just yeah, like how you're gonna be cold. It's like, well, trip the trip's over for you, dude. <laughs> yeah. That was the best. That was um, you can wait in the car. Uh, now, did the cold affect the fishing? You think for this most day? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Big while I end a little popsicles. Yeah. Yeah. They're in the water. Well, like, yeah. Like the... So I think like this was we we're coming off a heat wave in Toronto, right? Like it would be, yeah. this was the week it was like 30 degrees for multiple days. And so yeah. it was like, okay, well now it's too hot. But then up North they were saying like it had been hot, but then it cooled down and we were like, cause we, we were talking about it. Obviously like all these trips we're talking about it like all the time in advance. Yeah. We're like, Oh, what's the temperature doing? What's the rain doing? Mm-hmm. Do you think it's going to be too hot? Do you think it's too cold? What's going on? What's happening? Totally. Um, I, you know, going into it, I thought we might be set up okay. Cause it was hot and then it got cold and then it rained, but right. then maybe it got too cold. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, think, I think the fish were just like hibernation mode. It was like, forget this. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to here. Yeah. It's too cold out here. And it did make for... They were confused. Yeah, it made for a tough day of fishing. But I mean, yeah. I think I, I equated that day of fishing to being able to see everything else except the fish and to mm. um, to be out there in that space. It's all the frozen. I think so. It's pretty funny. Or he's just really good at being still. Is he doing that? Yeah. <laughs> That's all right, though. You know, that hotel internet, who knows what's yeah. going on. Yeah. It but actually really I mean, like, you, you, to be out on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just agreeing with you. Oh, it yeah. is very pretty. Oh, yeah. I was just really pretty to go out on the boat and just see the scenery, the the, the forest, the woods. The, the yeah. bald eagles. The bald eagles yeah. that were everywhere. So many. Oh, yeah. Like, You're like, look, a bald eagle. Look, a bald eagle. Like, and gold with golden eagles too. Our freedom, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. a Canadian symbol of freedom, the bald eagle. It was just there yeah. were so many. Yeah. Um, and I like, you know, they always say you call it fishing. You don't say you're gonna catch fish. Yeah. I think like for for me, a big part of that, like, and that that connection for me is just to be out there in nature. Yeah. And to be out there in nature, that's so pristine. Yeah. Yeah. And just like untouched. Yeah. It's it's mm-hmm. literally just just it's land yeah it's land it's nature it's you know different kinds of habitats different different you know species that are calling that home yeah and for me even being out there not catching fish didn't didn't really like Hmm. affect my experience at all on that day because we were still out there so beautiful it rained it got dry the sun came out like yeah yeah Mm -hmm. it turned into like a gorgeous day Oh yeah, well, absolutely. And like you, you, you got, you got, just fish were caught. Like you caught fish. You know what I mean? Well, you, you no, okay, fish. you caught fish. Let's get the story straight. You caught fish. There are fish. Let's put this out there. Disclaimer: There are a ton of fish in, around around the lodge and yeah. on the lake. There's plenty of fish. Yeah. Um, but understandably, in in like fishing and especially in fly fishing. The conditions conditions actually determine how much how how yeah. much fish you'll catch. Totally. And it was one of those days where Mother Nature decided that she's gonna run the show, and she did. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's okay. I mean, the fact that you saw those bald eagles is really cool, and like <clears throat> it's really neat seeing like those birds up close. And it sounds like you guys saw a ton of them, right? Like that's even just yeah, that's it cool. Was, it was. Insane. It was like yeah, it was like. It was like pigeons in Toronto. Like they were everywhere. <laughs> so I've always wondered the same thing you said to Misha. Like, yeah, like, but America claimed it as their like bird. It's like, but anytime we're in the north, there's like, it's bald eagle land. We're like, what the hell is going on? It's like, just like seagulls. It's like, what the? Yeah. It's like Maybe four we just foot need birds. to claim like, the, the Canada goose as the can. Yeah, we got uh, the Canada goose. Yeah, they can have the goose. They can have. 
Yeah. yeah. Have, have the goose. Yeah, the goose can shits everywhere. Yeah. America. Canada geese are all over America. All over. But yeah. They took you know when they over. fly south? We got, <laughs> we, got <laughs> south, we got the goose south and the beaver. America. Yeah, like. <laughs> but they took the eagle. That's okay. You know what? I love, I love, I love Canada geese. Yeah. You do? We got more Canada gooses. I love, I love I'll tell you them, one yeah. thing, though. Canada geese are way more aggro than eagles. Yeah, they're very scary. Yeah, oh, yeah. Cobra yeah. chickens? Cobra chickens. Cobra chickens, yes. <laughs> they like ass and stuff. Cobra chickens cool. is good. That's cool seeing all yeah. the, the bald eagles. I mean, yeah, that's a that's a treat yeah. right there. If you're not catching a fish, at least you're seeing yeah. majestic. Yeah, so I mean, was... The other thing, too, is like... Chef. Okay, but the other thing, too, is, is like, you, you know... you. You're fishing, um, you know, you go to these places in your head, you're like, oh, we're going to fucking catch a million fish. And yeah. then it's like, oh, no, 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 it's still, you know, Demi, she said, it's, it's you're totally fishing. right. Like, it's still fishing. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. you're still going to get shut down. Like, there could be 600,000 fish in the lake, but if the cold front comes in and they don't want to eat, they're not going to eat. So yeah. it's like, so it's about but when it's, it's on, like, okay. In a place like that, it's on, right? It's crazy on. Yeah. But also, like, it's kind of fun to, like, go. It's still just a challenge of being yeah, like, yeah. okay, you know, then you start swapping flies. You start changing your retrieve. Absolutely. You start you start changing. Oh, am I sh- I've been fishing intermediate all day. Why don't I try a sink line? Or, you know, like, what yeah. what, what can I do differently? Should I go smaller fi- fly? Should I go for a bigger fly? Like, what are we, what can we do to be become successful? You so mean you don't, just stay, like, you don't just stay with your nine foot eight weight level line rig? <laughs> Casting the exact wrong. same rock every time. Just like yeah. this, there's no fish here. Yeah. yeah, you gotta change up the depths for sure. Yeah, definitely. And obviously, having Alex with us, you know, to take us to different spots is yeah. massively helpful yeah. for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, but, I mean, we still had a great, we still had a great day. I mean, fish were caught. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then, like they just said, it turned out to be, you know, by the end of the day, a, a gorgeous day. Which yeah. really set up the last day. Okay. Oh yeah. Which for me was like, that was such a fun day. Okay, take oh, that was a great day. How did this yeah. day begin? It was really was like from tip to tail, like just an amazing day. Tip to tail. We woke yeah. up. Tip to tail. <laughs> tip to tail. We woke up. We woke up. The fish woke up. Yeah. That's Separate bathrooms. Oh, right. God. Separate <laughs> bathrooms. Good way to start the day. Which one in your bathroom? Um, Separate. Yeah, we woke up. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You like that, Idis. Did you like that, Idis? <laughs> I think we both I like, I like that. Is, can, I like how you know Idis is know what I love? internet's like five <laughs> seconds behind. So he's like picking up separate bathrooms. Separate <laughs> bathrooms. A little bit later. <laughs> it was it was nice having three rooms because we had a room that we spread all our junk in. And then we had a movie room. And then, uh, oh no, we each took a room to spread our junk. And then we had a movie room. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> you guys yeah, had like so you and two bathrooms. Yeah. 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 Well, we need a room to watch Pacific Rim in. So. Oh, okay. okay. So much room oh, for activities. Okay. Right. Is that anyway? Is woke, that we woke here? up. It was a beautiful day. All the swimming. Yes. Yeah. That's it. Go, go, Ida. Go. <laughs> That's it. We woke up. It was a beautiful day. I was waiting for someone else to jump in. We woke up. It was great. We were all feeling optimistic because we knew it was going to be sunny. It was. Yeah. It was a little foggy in the morning, but that didn't stop us. We don't care. Burned off the fog. No big deal. Get in the boats. Yeah. Go. We start, we start. Fish. We start going places. Casting, we start fishing. Fishing. We casting, start looking for fish. Someone else jump okay. in now. Um, well, we started off uh, on a on a on a mission for walleye because today was very special. It was. Oh, yes. We we're gonna do a shore lunch. Oh, and oh, yes. D, Demisha and Jason both have neither experienced uh, a, a shore lunch, at least a freshwater 
Shoreline. Northern Ontario Shoreline. Yeah, first I'm a, one. I'm a, tro- I'm a tropical girl, so yeah. I have my heart set on tropical fish. But not no walleye on a northern lake. Oh, no one could tell me that, like, you know, getting a fillet of of, um, of red snapper from the Caribbean could compare to, like, eating a walleye. Yeah. I mean, and I bet, so... Fun, so well, funny enough, reason. like like when we were in the Bahamas for the, like when Mitch Mitch had snapper for the first time, it was kind of funny because I was like, I was there for Mitch's first snapper experience, yeah. and now I'm here for <laughs> your first walleye experience. <laughs> and, you guys, and, and Mitch was like, Mitch ate Mitch ate some snapper, fish, and he's like. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, so I remember when Mitch ate the snapper. He's like, he's like, wow, I'm never eating another fish again. It was because yeah. they're just so they're just the so best. they're just so amazing. Like it such is. a good fish. Snapper is an amazing fish, but I yep. like I I'm glad I gave the northern snapper a try in a walleye. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Did you like it? it I love. I, it I think life is an understatement. It tasted yeah. so good. I did not expect that. It walleye is amazing. Walleye is really, really good. I mean, I guess that's why you know Ontario, Manitoba is like absolutely obsessed with catching them because they they are really yeah. good at eating fish. Yeah. Well, and when you're in those northern watersheds, you know, and the water is so cold and so clean all year long, like they're you know they're super healthy. It's a unique really, flavor really... though, eh? Like it's yeah. sort of like nothing I've ever had. I don't know. Oh, it almost kind of doesn't taste like anything. Yeah. Yeah. But they're also delicious, so I don't delicious, understand. Yeah. I think the, the well, well, we have to give credit to the um, to Alex and the batter he created for that for that fish for that for lunch. For sure. Yeah. But I mean, before we even get to the lunch, like yeah. there's so much that happened between the time we right. left, right. and try to get um, try to gather enough walleye, and me losing a really nice our first lunch prospect for the morning. Oh yeah. <laughs> the thing is, you didn't even lose. Okay, so you know we're we're yeah. we're the walleye are in, we're marking like. We're marking them at like 30, 40 feet. Okay. So wow. obviously we're jigging for them here. We're not, we're not, but we yeah. need fly rods away. You know, you the know fly what? rods Let's are away. We've got the, we're, we're jigging for them yeah. because we, you know, we got it. We, we want, yeah. Gotta we eat. want, yeah. we want to eat, you know, Demisha, yeah. you know, pulls up this beautiful walleye. Yeah. Gets it, you know, Alex nets it. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, oh, let's let's get a picture with it, you know. And yeah. <laughs> D holds it up and then just flops and flops goes right, right into out. the lake. <laughs> that was awesome. Alex's face was like, <laughs> it's like eyes wide. Open. His, his eyes were wide and he's just like his jaw dropped. He's like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> that fish was like absolute disappointment. It came right into the boat and was like, "Fuck this shit!" That's awesome. <laughs> it happens, you know. Like I, I've had that happen to me, and I always feel kind of good. For yeah, I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Trying, you weren't trying to have lunch. There's a difference here. It yeah. wasn't your lunch. Yeah, true. Yeah. It was the whole, the whole, the life of everyone in your crew wasn't dependent on you and that one fish. <laughs> <laughs> well, you caught more after this, though, right? Oh for yeah. The lunch. Yes. Yeah. So okay. Well, that's good. Oh yeah. Actually, awesome. um, you know, I think we uh, we were we were fishing a shoal for the most part, the same shoal. We were just drifting with the wind, like over and over again. Yeah. And we we're picking up a couple of fish here and there. And then uh, I think you know, oh, Alex Alex boated into um, the shore, which was like a steep kind of like rolling rocky cliff, so that uh, Dee could go to the beautiful. washroom. And uh, and it was really beautiful. And then while we were waiting for you know you guys to do your business, uh, you know, I just started chucking. Chuck and cast to the shore and man got, yeah. <laughs> got hammered by a fucking gorgeous huge walleye. Oh really? Yeah. It was yeah. huge. On the fly. Huge. Big. Big. Mm-hmm. Biggest one on the fly. 
Yeah. No. It was a beauty of a walleye. A I think it was like a 28-inch fish. What? And yeah. thick. thick. That's like, a thick huge piece. walleye. And it's a really it nice was fish. beautiful. And tasty. Wow. Nice. And then, yeah, we did eat it. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Right on. Yeah. That's a great. We caught a few fish off that point, off that drop off. And then, yeah. um, you know, then the sun really came out. Oh, yeah. the sun came out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Warm it got a big time. And then we took that long trip up to the other um, the other end. Yeah. Little snack island. Right. Yeah. And we were, we were being followed by this one seagull. And Alex explained the gull, the ring ring build gull. Yeah. Alex explained to us that like these, um, they have become so knowledgeable of when and where the lunches are that they will follow <laughs> your boat. They'll follow your boat right to the lunch spot and oh, chill out there awesome. until you're done to come for the um, scraps <clears throat> and stuff. The yeah. reviews, yeah. yeah, scraps. Yeah. yeah, that's funny. Yeah, they have uh, you know <laughs> stashed around a bunch of the islands. They have like you know uh, little lunch areas with like benches yep. and. And uh, uh, you know, designated fire spots and and, mm. and whatnot. And that's always yeah. that was that was fun too. I think the sun was like it got hot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like it was. We're, lunch was awesome. That yeah. lunch. Yeah, spot it was really was nice. Epic. Like the spot oh, that was, we stopped at for lunch. Yeah. Like it was a banging spot, man. Did you go around to the back of the island, Aldo? Huh? Um, did you go around on the other side of the island where we were having lunch? No, I was just flying the drone around. Oh damn! It was it was beautiful. It was stunning. I think yeah. I just walked around there with uh, for a little bit just to take a look at it. Yeah, it was just yeah. like yeah. a pocket. It looked like pools of. It looked very tropical. If you weren't, you know, if you didn't know the landscape of the tropical countries, you'd think mm. you were in like the Caribbean or something. Yeah. Um, and then I we're, think again, mm-hmm. we're also just we're at this point we're at the northernmost tip of the lake. Oh, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and yeah. and the northernmost tip. The, the trees are like Atahuapiscat sized. Right. So they're all like really, really tiny. That's cool. Um, which I think is just one of the coolest things ever. Yeah. They're so I mean, cute. That's when yeah. you feel really north, you know, when the trees start getting like scary and like kind of like mean looking, you know? It's like they're barely <laughs> surviving, you know? They're like, these trees are hard. <laughs> they're small. They, they've they're seen like, some, I think, I think they've I seen some things. Resilience. I think I equate that to resilience. The yeah. fact that these things are growing on the edge of exactly. like a rock face. Like really strongly rooted in no dirt. Yeah, yeah. I love when we were like boat when we were boating back. You're like, look at these trees. This one's growing like this one's growing out of a crack in a rock. And you're like, oh, whatever, yeah. fuck it. I'm gonna grow here. This one, yeah. On a, yeah. <laughs> there's like a you know a flower pot size patch of dirt. You're like this is a great spot to grow. Let's go. Yeah, it's there. Yeah. Yeah. Like Thirty years. Life, I'm gonna yeah. live it how I want. Yeah. 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 So lunch is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like uh we had onion rings and yeah. and beans fried potatoes, oh, fried potatoes. fresh chips. Yeah. Yep. Sick. That was oh, great. that's right. Yeah. Uh, that was so, actually a f- that was a first. So chip, Alex brought a man Alex brought a mandolin. Yep. And um and shaved the potatoes su- super thin and we had chips instead of like you know, like yeah. cubed potatoes. Yeah, yeah, Holy yeah. shit, man. So it was fish really, and chips. Yeah, that's Northern a really nice chips. move. Yeah. I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm, onion, the onion rings were great, but like, yeah, the chippos were fantastic. <laughs> it's a good they tip. Is it, it, yeah, everyone know knows that we love chippos. Oh, yeah. But those mm-hmm. were that was really really good. I could go for some of those right now. Oh heck yeah! Well, just I mean, get some potatoes and some hot, hot oil. That happen. Yeah, I need a mandolin though. Yeah, yeah. Just make yeah. sure you use the mandolin guard. So many people I know have <laughs> Gosh, chopped their fingers wow. off with those things. Um, Extra protein. Yeah. Okay, so we pack up lunch, and it's like now it's like we've so Adis and I've been you know nonstop saying like you know how much we love Pike on the fly, and yeah. you know we've picked up a couple, but it was like the rest of the day was going to be devoted to like we are getting some Pike. fucking Pike 
Yeah, and like, that's all we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. Alex is like, I know just the place. And yeah, so we yeah, went yeah. to this big weed bed, big cabbage patch. Yeah, yeah. And we just started nuking fish. And it was on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. big time. It was, it was like, they were exactly where they were supposed to be. Caught yeah. a bunch yeah. of pike. And, yep. uh, beautiful, some yeah. beautiful pike. What was the biggest, like, what was the big, any like huge ones or all kind of around not mid-20s? Not huge. No, like, I think like a low thir- thir- low 30s. 30s. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sick. Okay. We got yeah. one that was like it was it was a strong fish. Yeah, yeah. you know it was like you know when you like you catch you catch these like mid twenty pike and you're like yeah this is great it's super fun they're very aggressive yeah. but then you get into the bigger one you're like I remember I think it was like Matt said it's like you don't put the fish on the reel until it puts you on the reel. Yeah, and you know when it's like you hook into a pike and it starts pulling line, you're like, oh, we got a situation okay. here. Yeah. <laughs> it's I pulling line out. You're dealing with it. Gets on the reel and it's like it's still ripping line off the reel. And you're like, all right, yeah. we're going now. Yeah, but it, yeah, it was like you know thirty something. Not a bunch not of little like, missiles too. I bet. Yeah, yeah, of course they're yeah. everywhere. Yeah, it was great. Huh, it was super cool. fun. So you got it a pike. What were you gonna say? No, I was saying I was thinking. I think that like one of the things for me with the pike is like yeah. that barrel roll, where it's like you're fighting yeah, a leader. Yeah. Right. And they go into like they 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 hook it. They yeah. know that they're on and they want to get off and they go into that deep barrel roll. Yeah, yeah. It's just an epic thing to see in them. Like like. Descendants of gators acting like gators. How cool is that? That's mm-hmm. badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're wild. <clears throat> and then, and then you know, we boat back uh, when we have dinner, and uh, very quickly because uh, Adis and I wanted to. People listen from or remember from the Lodge eighty eight show. There was this waterfall that we would fish pretty much every day because it was just loaded with fish, and um, it was kind of like a cool area because you meander down a, a smaller part of the lake. And then it kind of feels like a river system almost. Um, and we we're like, you know, at the very least, even though there might not be fish there because it's a totally different time of year, yeah. we wanted to, we wanted to show Demetri and Jason this section because it's just so beautiful and intimate. And uh, so we boat there, and uh, and it was that was I think my favorite part of the trip. If I I could shed yeah. a tear thinking about it. That was 100%. <laughs> so first of all, it did look a lot different. Like when we were there, it was like a raging okay, waterfall. No, no, no. Can you set up the setup that you gave us, the anticipated setup that you gave me for this waterfall? I went <laughs> Niagara Port, Niagara. Well, we were showing them pictures and stuff. It's like us standing on rocks and there's like water rushing around us. <laughs> yeah, and like, yeah. you know, like we were pulling pike out of the, you know, we we're pulling pike out of like the, like a pretty fast current. Yeah. We get there. I like, there might have well have not been a current. Yeah. <laughs> there was no just, waterfall. Yeah. All the rocks were exposed. It was definitely yeah. a lot trickier boating in there. Definitely. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah. shit. These are. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the, the rocks are so like, low, out, right? you know, yeah. and they're like crystal clear water. You could see like right oh, down, which was super cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Like, like you know, that lily pads. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And the Everything. pike. This sight fishing for pike in the backcountry. Yeah. Just epic. But they were there. Yeah. Not Even not as much as they were there in the spring, but they were there. Right. Yeah. And you know, that's when uh D you started getting your first pike on the fly. Yeah. And then Sick. then and then you were hooked and then Jason you got a pike and you then you guys understood the obsession. Yeah. Your obsession <laughs> with pikes. Yes. Yeah. Now you know. Yeah. yeah. Now you know. <laughs> and the battle. That was wild. Yeah. Super it was cool. you talk about your experience cuz you that was your first like like pike it was stronger than I thought it would be. Yeah. I cast into the weeds and immediately it hit it. Yeah. And then it pulled and I was like, okay, should I yank back? And I let it run for a bit. Then it went under the boat and the other side. Yep. <laughs> and, and there was some panic there. 
because yeah. I didn't know if I was going to get it off the hook or not. And then Misha brought the net out. Yeah. And ended up getting a good sized pike. Nice. Uh, it was an amazing experience because I've never done that before. Yeah. So for me to just get that out of the water. Yeah. 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 That was great. Good feeling. Yeah, it's pretty. It's, it's, yeah. It's a pretty unique fight, I think, with pike. They're super feisty, yeah. you know. Yeah. I like yeah. that they, they don't like they don't. I think when I compare that to like walleye, like fishing for walleye yeah. is great because you're like you know it's more jigging action and it's like yeah. it's it's more like it's for the the for the less angst um, angler amongst among us. Yeah, playing <laughs> the depth slowly. Yeah. Um, but pike, on the other hand, is like there is that predatory expectation from a pike that yes. when it hits, it's not just gonna just you know just oh, no. take. It's going to hit and it's going to take yeah. you home with it. Yeah. Um, and that anticipation from that was like pretty much pretty exciting for me as like on the, especially on the fly. Yeah. Um, and being able to see that, like, it's like they, the, it's a target. Like they see it, it's yeah, a target. Yeah. They're looking for it and they're going to take it. And then there's a fight. Yeah. And yeah. even in like the point where you think you've tired that thing out, it's like, uh-uh. I have like twelve more, twelve hundred more horsepower, in me to <laughs> yeah. and we're gonna fight this out together. Yeah, yeah. it yeah, was super true. cool seeing you guys get like get, seeing you get your first pike on the fly was really awesome. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was great because you know it's it's all the excitement you had, and then and then when you started getting follos and and swipes and stuff, and like you're like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, you know, like oh, <laughs> we're like, there's another we one, gotta, and we're we like got, laughing, we're like, we yeah, gotta go, it's like, getting dark. <laughs> you're like, no, no, one we're more, like, one more. One yeah. more, just one more. No, 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 no. This, no, no, no. I see a weed bed. Like it was yeah. crazy because I went up to, um, I went up to, uh, to, so where do we go? When we were coming back from uh, the other, where we went to, um, when we went up, went up north again, and everything was a weed bed. I'm like, that's pike. That's yeah. pike. Yeah, everything yeah. became pike yeah. water. Yeah. Right? yeah. Not, there's no, there's no Spotting just water. Everywhere. There's no just bass water. Now it's just it's pike. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then we were given like. Like that evening in that little cove was a super, super special. Yeah. And yeah. then we were given like the most brilliant freaking sunset to come back to. Sick. Yeah. With the moon yes. rising when we were boating back. That was awesome. Yeah. That's rad. Yeah. Yes. What's up? Now, it looked like a cathedral out there. It just was yeah. like an outdoor church. It was beautiful. It was pretty. It was quiet. It was silent. It was reverent. It was all those things. Yeah. Take me to church, homeboy. Mm. Take me to Yo, church. For real. That's like a good, mm. really good way to explain it. How very Teddy Roosevelt of no. you. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> and we like saw him. Pike eat another pike. Oh, that was wild. Yeah. The attack. Oh, yeah. The yeah. attack that's, of the pike. That's pretty wild. Just came up and just yeah. chomped it. <laughs> yeah. Nature like is metal up there. Out of the water. Yeah. Yeah. Those things move good. Good times. Yeah, yeah. Great time. I love it. And then the boat ride back to um, Marmac. Yeah. yeah. You know, Straight to bed. Sunset. I had some dinner. Yeah. Crashed, well, so somebody then... uh, said someone made a noise and I thought something happened and then we stopped to look at the sunset. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was the moon. It was a moon, moon rising. Sorry, it yes. was a moon rising. I, I think I was owed a proper scream at a moonrise. I've been wanting a scream and that moment came just <laughs> at that time. I yeah. think the way all this slowed down, he probably thought I flipped off the boat or something because of how hard I screamed. Because um, of the moon, you said? Because you saw the moon coming moon, up? It, I don't It was one of the most epic moon yeah. rises I've seen. It was just like it came up and it sat between where um, the two two mountains and two trees, so it perfectly oh, framed it. Yeah. And the sun was going down, so there was like this beautiful shadow being cast on it at the same oh, time. That's cool. And yeah, wow. it was just like, hey, welcome to the north. Welcome yeah. to welcome to the northern to the back country. Yeah, and that fresh northern air. The boat at full speed to come to full stop. 
The speed That's problem. Cool. Yeah, it's like everywhere you look is like a beautiful picture, you know, like a painting almost. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, talk about painting though. When yeah. we woke up, you know, got back to the lodge, oh my we God. got dinner, and we woke up the morning that we were gonna leave. Yeah. To I think that was the most epic visuals I've seen on the water. Mm. Like loons out of everywhere. Like loons. Whoa. I've never seen so many loon gather in a space before. I've never space. seen that. Really? How life. many like, yeah. like dozens oh, of like, loons? Dozens like, of loons. Yeah. Wow. Like, just, just all outside like, the lodge? Right yeah, outside fishing, the lodge. They were fishing together. Got to set the stage because it was a, this low mist that was yeah. on the water. Mm-hmm. Um, and the loons were coming in from like the direction of the train of the train track. And they were just coming in and landing on the water like at very long lands. Wow. And then they would just curve and sit on the water and then dive. So it was just like this really picturesque thing in the... In the um, in the in the mist and then there were mm-hmm. eagles flying behind the mist with the Jeez. loons there just calling and the trees in the background and it was absolutely picturesque it was wild. wild that's so crazy yeah, no probably following like a bait fish school you know but it was i've never yeah. seen that before in my life a gathering of loons yeah no, I yeah mean, it was unbelievable that's yeah, so what is a group of loons called is it a flock no no council oh, I, I, I think uh, it's a uh, council <laughs> i think it's called a dollar yeah, there you go. Oh, that's real loony. That's real loony of you. <laughs> that's rad. Okay, so that's the day you guys took off that day. Yeah, that's right. An asylum. The... What? An asylum? Huh? It's on a... Yeah. Well, they're loony, so maybe it is an asylum. Well, you're on a roll right oh, now. Damn, Jason. <laughs> wow. Right? Wrapping is this up. Dollar, is our dollar ableist? <laughs> it's on a roll. I love it. Wow. Um, oh, God. Well, that wow. sounds like, I mean, generally, all in all, sounds like an epic trip. Um, yes. What was your, like, Jason, what was your, like, number one thing you'd take away from that trip as, like, that, if you if someone asked you, what was great about it? And you had two seconds. What would you say? What was the number one thing? The environment there. Just getting out yeah. and looking around and seeing all of that around me. It's so yeah. peaceful. It's so serene. Yeah. I, I totally feel you. Like, there's nothing like Northern Ontario. I love it up there. I totally yeah. know what you mean. Demisha, like, how about you? What, what would you say is like? Yeah, I think it was just the, the ability to be in nature in that way. Mm-hmm. And the way it quieted down all the noise in my head. And all I could think about was the just the fishing and the possibilities of what existed there and mm-hmm. how, you know, I, I want more people to be exp- to be able to experience this. Um, for me, it's more, again, as a community builder, it's more of a, yes, I get into these spaces, but how can I get more people here who yeah. can also learn about it to come to know love and want to protect it? That's yeah. my ultimate goal. Um, <clears throat> and again, having spaces like, like Marmac be a place that I felt felt welcomed enough to say, yes, I can bring others from my community in there with me was yeah. super important to, um, to establish, establishing that for, for myself. Yeah. So that was like a mission accomplished. It's a place that you want to go back to. Most definitely yes. check, check and check. Yeah, I would, rad. I would in a heartbeat if they, if they're, you know, I've talking to Debbie about ways that I could bring folks from the BGOW community there yeah. and figuring out what that looks like. Um, yeah. and it's something that it deserves to be experienced, even if not from an angler's perspective, it's yeah. also I think about often about with uh, the the way that there are like lots of changes in the angling community and how we're expanding the conversation around who's getting into angling yeah. and what possibilities exist for these lodges 
to also incorporate ways in which people exist into creating like definite getaways, like wellness spaces focused around on folks coming out here and experience the beauty of and the healing powers of nature from the perspective of being in 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 a pristine fishing lodge. It's a great idea. Like, you're right. Like, most of the stuff we take away on these trips is like, sure, the fishing's fun because we all like to fish, but like, just being in the boats, being yeah. in nature, the stuff, most of the stuff we talked about in the show is like flocks of loons and eagles and the asylums beautiful, of yeah, loons. Asylums of loons. Sun, yeah. Beautiful yeah. sunsets and the trees and everything. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel mm-hmm. you. That's yeah, a good like, point. I mean, like, there's, there's, there's an abundance of, of beauty that, that sits there. Yeah. And we often think about, like, we're here and it's so, um, there's so much noise happening where we live and like constant mm-hmm. construction, there's traffic going by every day. We don't get time to really just pause and remove ourselves from that kind of environment. Yeah. And I think there's a, there's an untapped ability there for, for lodges to say, Hey, especially it's like something with the, with the capacity, like, um, like, uh, Marmac that has yeah. like beautiful lodging, like beautiful totally. sleeping spaces, a staff that's space. super nice. There's. There's the possibilities for those and and moving into a future where life, I mean, where fishing is something that doesn't die out with a certain population mm-hmm. is to ensure that we continue to, again, look at different ways to get more folks in and, and, and continue that story of what a fishing lodge can look like. And the outpost cabins, like, can you imagine like, yeah, like a BGOW trip <laughs> to like one of the outposts would be mm-hmm. so sick. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. nobody yeah. around, like a whole nobody lake around, to yourself. You. Like, oh my God. Maybe yeah. bring a chef though, so you don't have to cook. I yeah, I, I canceled <laughs> yeah. all my cook my all my cooking abilities. Because usually you cook, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting too because um you know we were I think one night at dinner we were chatting with Debbie and this is something that Eric at Esnagami Lodge you know yeah the demographics I mean not only from you know uh, gender and race but also geographically. The North has really relied on Americans and, 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 you know, something that happened during the pandemic for, you know, that, that yeah. I think Debbie and Eric did really smartly was like start marketing to Canadians, Canadians and, yeah. and, and, and homegrown tourism. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, I think that's, that's really interesting too. Cause it's like, Oh, what does this lodge look like? Well, it doesn't have to necessarily look American. Not that yeah. there's anything wrong with that, but it's like, you know, yeah. it's definitely yeah. something wrong with that during the pandemic yeah. <laughs> because right. like people couldn't travel there. Right. Yeah. So, and yeah. I think there's, you know, and I think, you know, to your point, Mitch and Dimitri and stuff like that. I wish more Canadians would yeah. stay local. Appreciate what you've got. Part yeah. of it is we like, got a lot. Here. It's like this knowledge, right? Is that is that if you're not in that industry, if you're not in the, how much do you really know about what exists out there, right? Because you're not being, unless you're in the sphere where fishing yeah. and you're going into fish, it's not a really a it's not a conversation piece, and it's yeah. more of a hey, what does it look like to incorporate tourism dollars into ensuring that these spaces are being marketed as as you know good for local tourism. Yeah. How do we how do we mm-hmm. tap into that to make sure that's something that's sustained over yeah. time? Because I mean, losing these things are losing you know pieces of of history and how they've evolved and how the North has evolved. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's it's something that's worth an investment, especially not just by lodge owners but by tourism boards to say, hey, province, these are yeah, beautiful places. Yeah. The province invests in tourism as as and using those spaces for tourism as like, hey, come visit. What does it look like to visit Ontario and visit Ontario's North? Yeah. yeah. When you see tourism and they say, what does it look like to come visit Ontario? You inevitably see Toronto. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Market. yeah. 
right? Or just generic wilderness and not yeah. you don't capture the splendor of what you guys. Or maybe pictures of Banff tagged with Toronto on yeah. it. Absolutely. Right. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like what the heck? I think you, Demisha made a you made a really good point of like having to kind of like rethink how we uh, market tourism in Northern Ontario because it's just sort of like I think the old product of like kind of you know that fishing lodge that people don't really want to go to and it's like you know just like fishing for 10 days but there's so much more experience and the lodges that exist up there are amazing but people don't know that people kind of think about like this really rustic place and they're all like that and it's like you just go there and kill fish it's like that's not what it is no no. that's what debbie had said too is that they want to take like now that people are still there there's a new group of folks who are moving into that conservation mindset yeah. And yes, I go, go fish, go catch your fish, eat your fish, you know, mm-hmm. be concerned about the environment and be concerned about the population. But there's a, a subset of people who no longer want to see strings of fish as your marketing, as your marketing. Exactly. Means, right? The people yeah. who want to know that we're being, um, we're thinking about sustainability, we're thinking about um, environmental impact and all of that within the context of, of fishing and, and moving mm-hmm. forward into the future. So I think there are definite opportunities there. To, yeah. to tap into that kind of uh, tap into that kind of marketing, yeah, um, yeah, and I think lodges like you know I keep bringing up Esnagami, but Esnagami and Marmac both have a catch and release program, and obviously not for all the fish, but like they you yeah. know they have that trophy program where yeah, yeah. you do put yeah. the big spawning fish back because uh, what's the point of killing them? There's no point in killing them. They don't well, taste like right. they don't even taste good, you know, and like and now I mean, most want, most want... modern taxidermy can recreate. If you've got if you've got the dimensions of the fish and a, and a good picture of it, you, if you want that mount, you can get a mount without killing the fish. And yeah. I think that's really yeah. cool that Debbie. Like I know yeah. it's a hard thing to, yeah. to to say like, hey, we're a catch and release lodge, even though they're not. But yeah. there's like there's, there's a, a sustainable way to yeah. catch yeah. and release. And like yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you go to these places, they're not sure they're not they're hurting for fish, you know. Yeah. yeah. And they're also not hurting for keeping fish. Like for people keep fish. Yeah. We caught we yeah. kept fish and we All enjoyed them. And it was amazing. At once, and I think about like I think about also um, just to be mindful within the context of, of indigeneity and how that shows up in people being able to fish for a livelihood and being able to fish to su- to sustain yeah. themselves. So giving respect for that. But I think when it comes to sport fishing and yeah. the ability to impact and affect environments based on overuse and all that stuff it's very it's very important that we we're considering those um those points when we talk about what we want a sustainable future of fishing to look like but also just like in the in the the tourism ad thing again you know it's it's not just about fishing you know it's like laying under the stars at night hiking swimming in the water that nobody Mm -hmm. swims in Mm -hmm. that you could drink as you swim because it's so clean and amazing like these places are just to hang out in and experience nature please don't drink the water that mitchell said bacteria exist in water even when it's filter your water yeah yeah, don't 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 be like me but hey you know like i mean i drink it good if you're cool (laughs) you touch on a really good point i think mitch and it's like and you mentioned it before it's like a lot of these lodges there are sure there are a lot of really rustic lodges out there that are just like you know whatever fish hang out in a little shed but you know marmac i think they did a really good job where like you can go there and just hang out you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the grounds are the grounds like are beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. the cat the cabins are beautiful. Like all this stuff. Like it's like, you know, my, yeah. my family's always asking, exactly. like, oh, can we come to these lodges? And I always tell them like, well, you know, unless you're fishing, it's really kind of like eh, there's not much to do. Yeah. But this was yeah. this was one of the ones that we went to. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, you could come hang out here. There's kids ripping around, yeah. there's gardens, you can sit on the docks, yeah. you can fish off the dock if you want, you know? And it's like one of the I think, things that yeah. Debbie did was 
Yeah. Sorry, I was just saying in, in, in line with that, I just sorry to cut you. Um, Debbie brought That's in okay. standard paddle boards. They have oh, standard paddle yeah, boards yeah. at Marmac that you can actually use. Yeah, that's which, cool. which is awesome. Like, yeah, you know, what I mean, like, like these lodges, you have mm-hmm. you have access to this, like this pristine wilderness. And it's like, yeah, fishing, fishing yeah. is great and all. But like, there's so much other stuff you can do. Just be in that space. Just hang out. You know totally. what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Hang out. Awesome. Wild nature, you know, like people rent people rent cottages in you know, Muskoka and Halliburton. It's like and I get that. But it's like you want to experience nature. Like, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's too hardcore for people. I don't know. I maybe mean, it's just the way it's been positioned yeah. in marketing. I it's 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 a very comfortable experience like especially yeah. if you and also if you want to have a no-brainer trip and have them cook for you and Big you time. stay in your cabin and yeah. highly you're recommend no-brainer you're, yeah you're not missing out on anything by having the meals prepped for you i think we had some really not think we had some really great food um yeah. Yeah, we yeah. had a ton of food and there was no shortage of of the things we could we could eat and how we could yeah. just um mm, yeah it, it was it made for an extremely comfortable first experience and like yeah. i said i think any lodger if i go back to another lodger there's a, there's a standard that has been set yeah you're spoiled yeah the, the, you're spoiled the, the, now the bougie has the bougie has been welcomed <laughs> it's downhill <laughs> from here you have an allergy and they actually want to cook for you to accommodate the allergy without big time no, yeah yeah, they're really, they really, they really dialed in. It's, it's, and it feels good, like spending yeah. time there. It's awesome. Well, there you yeah. go. Shout out to Marmac. It's uh, a beautiful place, from what I hear. I need to get up there. Um, you do. So, yeah, one of these days. But yeah. uh, now I'm glad. I'm glad that you, you all had such a good time. And it sounds. Thank like, you. Awesome. I'm looking back, looking forward to doing that trip. Uh, doing it, doing it in June when the waterfall is flowing and the boats are above the rocks <laughs> and. The you know, are... we can. I'm good with the mosquitoes, but I think that the picture that Aldo painted for me for June is what I really, you want, I really to, see want that, to experience yeah. that as well. You know, yeah. Aldo, you set up a, <laughs> you, set, you set the anticipation there, buddy. You did that all on your own. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think, yeah, it's 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 cool seeing it and if it's different seasons for sure. Yeah. But yeah, shout out to Debbie and uh, Alex and and the whole and team, the whole team and the, the, whole team and the, 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 the chefs, the uh, the chefs, the people at the dock, the 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 the, the, the housekeeping staff. Like everybody's just super friendly and on point. And uh, you know, we'll put the links in the show notes. But if you want to learn more, you can go to marmaclodge.com, m a r m a c lodge.com, and uh, and obviously you know follow along on BGOW's uh, stuff and our stuff, and you'll be able to see. Uh, Marmac, and if you have any questions, you know, always reach out to us at info at sofly.ca. Yeah, but it was an awesome trip. And D, you know, Demisha, Jason, thanks for inviting me and Adis. And thanks you know, it's always like, you know, the uh, you know, it's like you said, it's an unlikely friendship that's turned into quite the adventurous one. So yeah. it's been fun mm-hmm. doing, you know, getting to do more and more with you. Here's some more years when we lose our teeth and we were all sitting on a dock trying to catch fish. And all the loons. And Al- <laughs> wow, there's 20 loons there. <laughs> Jesus, Mitchy, you gotta, Mitchy, you missed Elk Lake too. You gotta, like, what are you doing, man? I don't know, guys. I'm quit your job. Quit I'm your quitting. job, man. I'm quitting. Yeah, I'm quitting. it was a good show with Elk Lake. You missed that one. We broke with the rest of us, Mitchy. We broke with the rest of us. I'm pretty close. I'm pretty close to that. I'm telling you, we're gonna <laughs> give it all up and travel and fish. It's gonna be great. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty fun, if nothing else. Yeah. 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 Well, 
Amazing. Well, yes, um, Demisha, Jason, do you guys want to plug a little bit of stuff that you're maybe doing right now with Brown Girl at the World and Men on the Move and talk a little bit about that? Yeah, for myself, I'm I'm actually in a, in a period of like I've come down so hard off the summer. Just like there's so many activities. I'm now thinking into winter planning mode and, and, and yeah. also setting myself up for uh, for 2024 in terms of what I want to achieve with BGOW. And if there are any lodges who are listening who really want my adventurous, you know, voice out there, call in a little, <laughs> oh, a little plug. Um, but no, definitely want to um, experience more of, uh, of of Ontario and experience more, especially with the folks from BGOW, to go out and see what it is that, again, and I'll say, know it, love it, protect it, because that is what I want people to be able to do at the end of the day, is to say they have a personal connection with this, these spaces, mm-hmm. this province, this country, and just, you know, the, the land and the planet that all they want to do is to come to know it, love it, and want to protect it. Yep. Uh, for that. Men on the Move, more looking for things for the winter, for next spring. Mm-hmm. Um, something like, a, whether it's a flying fishing lodge or it's a fishing trip, would be amazing. Again, if anybody wants to, is listening, wants to, you know, have us out, sponsor us. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, winter things, ice climbing, possibly like um, skating through um, like through forests, basically, like tracks and such. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. That's okay. yeah. cool. Just different. Adventures. Is it cool one in Ottawa? Oh, really? Yeah, we were there on uh, Moose Creek. Well, oh, sick. Ottawa. Um, so yeah, yeah things we've like that. Done some pretty epic things this 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 uh, this uh, this summer and big with just fishing and and again yep. more community building. So I look forward to where to take the story from fishing and turn it into other great things for for community and and continue totally. to see how we can also. Uh, change the the conversation around the future of fly fishing, or include different faces into spaces, and um, for 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 SoFi and for BGOW to continue to work together on a lot of the ways we have so far. I mean, Aldo and I came back from that trip in a day later, where we were in Algonquin teaching fifteen uh, students from UFT and um, and uh, and uh, Western how to fly fish. So never yeah, stops. It's busy, busy. Fly fish. Yeah. Well, 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 we just started that journey, my man. Strap <laughs> in, buckle up. Yeah, but yeah, I think there's a ton of ton of ton of ton of ways that we can we we hope and we plan to move forward uh, collaboratively in the future, and we're only getting started. Absolutely, love it, love it. Cool. Uh, well, yeah. Instagram handles. Where can people find oh. your stuff? Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Brown Girl Outdoor World. Um, and on, uh, for men on, for, for men on the move is men on the move OC yes. at, uh, on Instagram and by email it's info at browngirloutdoorworld.com or info at men on the move.com men on the move OC.com. men on the move OC.com. Yes. Awesome. Men on the move outdoor club. That's Radical. Right. We'll put all that stuff in the show notes as well, but, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's the show everybody. Thank you everybody uh, at home for listening. Uh, to another one of these episodes, and uh, so for me, uh, Mitch. Happy uh, belated birthday, Aldo! Happy belated birthday, Aldo! Oh, thanks, yep. y'all! Yep. And Adis. And Adis. Oh, happy belated birthday, Adis! Did you oh, have thanks, your man. cabbage? Adis. Oh, Adis, did you have your cabbage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's that? The birthday cabbage? Yeah, yeah, birthday cabbage. They brought him a birthday cabbage in Elk Lake. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. It was. I mean, it's continuing on a trend from from last. Was it last year we had cake for Aldo in the backcountry? So had to know this year. There you go. I love it. There you go. Uh, Rock and roll. Well, that's it for me, Mitch. Uh, Birthday boy, Aldo. Bye.
Uh, birthday boy Hides. TTYL. Demisha. Peace. Birthday girl Demisha. Co- Coach <laughs> King. Au revoir. <laughs> right, Whoa. Beautiful. Nice. one of all of us. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Au revoir. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. You can find all of our content at SoFly.ca. Reach out via email by sending your questions or comments to info at SoFly.ca. Find us on Instagram at the SoFly Crew. Thanks for listening.